My name is Michael Markarian and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. You are listening to the Sustainable Packaging Show Season 1. Keep an eye out for Season 2 coming soon. Now with today's show. Welcome back to the Sustainable Packaging Show. I'm your host, Mike Markarian, and today is a beautiful day. Beautiful day outside, beautiful day in um, in Rhode Island, and I hope it's been a great day for you as well. So, ladies and gentlemen... Um, I want to talk to you today about really the purpose of the show. Again, it's education, but I don't want to just be academic. I want it to be education and implementation. So I thought I'd take a a simple example of a product and from not the packaging product perspective, but from the the product itself perspective and handle – what what are some of the questions or what does the conversation look like if you said, I want sustainable packaging for this product? And, you know, this, this is something, sustainable packaging, that covers every industry. I mean, any product that's packaged, and we talk about why you needed packaging in previous episodes. We talked about the importance not only for sales and marketing, but to preserve the product and to transport the product, to protect the product. So we need packaging but what's the best way to do it? And you you could go more sustainable in any industry. What is sustainable packaging? We'll just do a little recap. Sustainable doesn't mean tinting your plastic green or so, you know, tricking consumers into making it look like it's eco. That is greenwashing. Sustainable is literally, it means to sustain. Can you, in fact, make an argument that based on the packaging you've chosen, that it can sustain, that it can continue, that it's a Either it's a recycling, ideally, that, that would be sustainable because it's a loop, right? It's a loop that can go on for, a, for an extended period of time. Renewable packaging, stuff that comes out of the earth that can be produced over and over again. Can it sustain? Can it endure time? That is what sustainable means, not you know tinting your plastic green, as I use as an example. So, a little bit of recap. You got a, pa- a product... And I want to choose a simple product. I'm going to choose a scarf as the product. So let's say you're a manufacturer, you're a brand, you sell scarves, and you have that thought in your mind, I want more sustainable packaging. And if you get into food product or you get into you know, cannabis, which is a big expertise of Contempo, you get into flower packaging or you get into cosmetic packaging, there's other considerations largely to preserve the product. You have the um, MVTR, right? And WVTR, I think I misspoke in one of the episodes as I was listening it over. It's it's a new thing for me doing these podcasts. I think I said moisture vapor transmission rate is the correct term. I, I don't remember what I said. Um, so come in. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm actually recording a, a podcast. You, could, you want to just come back in maybe 10 minutes? All right, thanks. All right, you get the live life, right? So, um, so let's get right into it. Uh, scarf's a simple example, so let's use it. So, you're a brand. You want more sustainable packaging for your scarfs. Well, 
it goes into, again, like I said in that previous episode, the two categories. Do you know what you want? Do you know that you want hemp board for your scarves? Is that what you want? Or are you kind of open to options? And if you're open to options, which of the paths are most appealing to you? Do you want product that is recyclable? Do you want it that's made from recycled content? Let's 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 say you don't know, because that's you know if you know it's hey I want hemp and then we go f it's it's more direct. But let's say you don't know, so you look at the different paths. What are your different options? Do you want packaging that is recyclable? Well, if you want packaging that's recyclable for your scarves. That's going to limit the options right there. It might limit the decorations that you can choose to use. Do you want it made from recycled content? Well, if you want it made from recycled content, then the question is, do you want it made from recycled content and also recyclable? Or do you want it made from recycled content, but you don't necessarily care that it's recyclable later? And that's actually a good approach if you want to go glitzy and you want to go over the top and you want to have all print finishes available to you, you can still have a sustainable angle saying this was made from recycled content, even though the next round it's not recyclable. And if it's made out of board, it's not going to last a thousand years. It's going to break down. So it's more sustainable than, let's say, a plastic option if it can't be recycled. So let's say you don't want recyclable or made from recycled content. You want renewable. So that's when you get into, you know, what are your options there? Is it a hemp-based board? Is it something that is, I mean, frankly, just board in general is renewable. Like I said, trees, they're renewable. But maybe you say trees don't grow fast enough for my liking. I want to go with something like a bamboo paper that grows quickly. So, And some of these overlap as well. Um, but that was an interesting thought I had where you always think about renewable and we, we forget like trees, paper pulp. Literally, you, you take the wood, you break it down into chips, you turn it into pulp. For anyone who really knows this process, they're probably saying this guy's oversimplifying, but that's what I try to do is make things simple. But it's literally a tree that will then regrow again. But obviously, there's there's horrible ramifications of deforestation in the world that we've seen. So trees kind of, we don't look at them, traditional paper, as a renewable option, even though it technically is, but it's slow, right? I think it's 20, 30 years, 50 years maybe. To, to it, It's a very slow process to grow paper. Don't quote me on that number, but it's it's much slower than, let's say, hemp or bamboo. And that's, that's really one of the main advantages or what's appealing about hemp is that it grows so much faster and... Um, and there's other reasons too. It's you know it's it's uh, there's a lot of excess hemp as a byproduct of extracting oils for CBD, and that byproduct instead of it rotting in a landfill can be turned into pulp, which it can then be turned into paper. So that's sort of one of the appeals with uh, with hemp. So that's renewable, and then the next one made reusable. So in your example of a scarf package, you're probably not sterilizing and reusing, but it would be something that might you know, sit on your desk that you could be reusable. It's not going to end up in the trash. So make that packaging really nice. And then the last option is degradable additives and whether that applies to scarf packaging or not, because degradable additives, usually that applies uh, to my understanding right now to plastic and breaking down plastic. So what kind of degree you might say, oh, that doesn't apply to scarves, but it might. What if you had a plastic scarf hanger that merchandised in a traditional brick-and-mortar store and you could put degradable additives into that scarf hanger 
to have it break down faster. You know, the ones that's kind of like a ring on a hook. And we'll go into that for a second, actually, as we're talking, because that one might make the most sense. If you that would be a place where I, I would I would support using the degradable additive. And the reason is, if you take a scarf hanger, a normal scarf hanger, it might be made out of, let's say, PET or polypropylene or recyclable plastic. But it's something that it doesn't have enough dimension or volume to it where it's flat. So it's not going to be acceptable in the recycling streams, traditional recycling streams. We've talked about those small pieces, the machinery, at least today in most machinery. And maybe this is something that someone would improve. I mean, that's an example of if somebody could improve this problem in recycling, it would be a great innovation. Which is why I say recycling isn't dead. Maybe we just need to recycle better. But as it stands today, again, my understanding is that those smaller pieces, it's hard for them to sort. They fall through cracks in the sorting systems. They're not, they're not processed. So you could have a material, polypropylene, that is recyclable. You put it in the recycling stream and it doesn't get recycled. So be careful when you put anything that's almost two-dimensional in your recycling bin. There's a good chance that it's not actually recyclable. So in my mind, you put the additive into that scarf hanger and all of a sudden you have something that it's going to the landfill anyways or it should go to the landfill it's going to break down faster and from that perspective i think it makes a lot of sense so it's a great example the scarf because we don't have to get into um, preserving the product and not too much into performance because the scarf's relatively durable but you can see how you've got each of the five paths and which one you'd want to choose and then the other obvious question that comes to mind is is what what kind of packaging do you want for your scarf? Do you want a hanger or do you want a box? Like what is the actual vessel or what is the packaging type that you want? And maybe that's actually question number one. As I eventually I want to come up with some kind of a, a formula or a way to think about this, some kind of principles that we can all think about. But maybe that's question number one. It's what is the type of packaging you want? So before you talk material, hemp versus plastic versus, maybe someone says, a box doesn't work for me because I need to merchandise these on a rack, so I want a hanger and give me the most sustainable hanger possible. And then within hangers, we ask, recyclable, made from recycled content, renewable, reusable, or degradable additive. Maybe, actually, that sounds like that's the way to do it. So it starts with the product, and maybe... The next thing is, do you have a certain packaging type that you need or are you open to all options? Because if someone says, I want a hanger and I need a hanger, a box doesn't work for me. We could talk about hemp board all day long. You're you're just living in, in an academic world, academic conversations. You're not getting into the practical of what's going on. So um, I hope that helped giving a practical example. It's a simple one. So maybe if we just recap, you'd say, all right, I, I sell scarves. I'm looking for something more sustainable. I don't like what I've got. Maybe the first question is, well, what do you currently have? And whatever the answer to that question is. The next question might be, is there a specific packaging type that you require? Are you open to hangers and boxes, or do you need a specific packaging type? Um, I think that's definitely the next question. And then from there, when they say, I need a hanger, then we can drill into... Well, between recyclable, made from recycled content, renewable, let's say reusable doesn't really apply. And 
degradable additives, then we can say which of these options are you most interested in. Let's say the consumer says, I'm not really sure, I'm open to them all. Then you drop in the specific materials but beneath each of those options. I hope that makes sense. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today's episode. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And next week, we're going to get into um, something fun. We're going to try something different. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And uh, take good care. Bye-bye. If you're looking for sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet, we have sustainable options for just about every packaging product. Email Mike M at ContempoPackaging.com and let's talk. Have a phenomenal day.